morning, afternoon, or evening for wherever you may be joining us from today. Welcome to the Life Church Podcast. our great God. I know all of us are dealing with something, but I want you to think of the thing that's given you the most challenge right now. Whatever it is, it might be a healing in your body, it might be trouble on your job, it might be income as a need, it might be a relationship issue, whatever that thing is right now, he's greater than your trouble. He's greater than whatever that situation is right now. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to take whatever that thing is, and I want you to lift it up before God. And I want to say, God, you are greater. God, you're greater than my trouble. God, you're greater than the trial. God, you're greater than the healing need. God, you're greater than my financial need. God, you're greater than anything I'm facing right now, God. You're greater, Jesus. And God, I trust you, God. I put my trust in you, God. My confidence is in you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. God, we give you praise in this place. God, everybody that's watching online, God, we're giving you praise right now because you are greater. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's been so great to be taken into the presence of God. I want to thank the music team for leading us into his presence. What a great job this morning. Let's give them a hand clap for helping us to get into the presence of God. Amen, amen. In your Bibles, I'm going to read one verse of Scripture in your hearing, and then we're going to Talk about it for a few minutes. I really felt that this was to be the thing to talk about right now. Um, I had actually planned to preach some of this message back in November on that Sunday where I didn't preach. Um, I'm going to start some of the thoughts today, and I might even have to take till next week to get through them, but that's okay. Um, I'm going to preach a message that I'm calling... I declare. Someone say, I declare. declare. Someone say, I declare. declare. All right, I declare. Uh, What are you declaring right now? Uh, We're going to talk about what we are declaring with our mouth. Psalm chapter 91 and verse 2. I'm reading from the New Living Translation, and it says this. This I declare about the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What are we declaring about the Lord? What are we declaring about him right now? Well, the psalmist had some things that he was declaring about his God. Let's see what the psalmist said. Read those words with me if you have the NLT. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God. Someone say, he's my God. All right. 
He's not just your God or their God or some God. No, the God that I'm serving, the God that I'm trusting in, the God that I'm depending on, He's my God. And I trust Him. I'm not trusting the banks, the government, the political leaders. I'm trusting in Him. Let's ask God to take this word and get it down in our hearts. I want you to pray for yourself right now. I want you to pray that God would do a work in each of our hearts today. Jesus, God, I'm thanking you for your power, for your might, for your glory. I'm thanking you, God, for the word of God that is true. God, I'm thanking you for the things that's going to teach us, God, in this message today. God, I want to declare some things that are going to, God, change my future. God, things that I can trust in, God. I'm going to declare some things in faith right now. And I thank you for God being with us today. In Jesus' name. Someone said, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. God bless you as we get into this message right now. My microphone is causing some fits. And they are going to hand me a microphone that's not a headset. All right. Turn this one off. Amen. We're in a, a, a season right now that there, there's just a lot of uncertainty where we're at. There's a lot of confusion is a word I will use going on right now. And it's so easy for every single one of us, even the child of God, to begin to get what I call down in the mouth. It's easy for us to speak the language of fear. It's easy to talk negative in times like this. And, and of course, there's only a few of us in the room right now. But, but I'm going to ask the few that are in the room, have you ever caught yourself in that camp where you start to talk a little negative in this season? All right. I think pretty much all of us would raise our hands at some level. I know you at home, uh, you're, you're the same as all of us. Uh, so in this season that's really uncertain and, and it's filled with some, I'm, I'm using the word crazy again, the, the word that my wife loves so much, uh, she, she uses the word exciting. Uh, and it is exciting for the child of God. We see the Word of God coming and unfolding before our eyes, and God's getting ready to return, and we need to have our hearts and minds right, amen? But I'm talking today about a biblical principle that we must learn to not only think correctly, and I talked about that a couple of Sundays ago, we must learn to speak correctly, amen? If we're going to be everything God intends for each of us to be in the, the year 2021, we must begin to speak correctly. If you need a victory in your life today, speaking with despair and doubt and defeat is not going to help you. If you need God to show up in some area of your life today, talking negative is not the thing that's going to turn anything around. 
We need to start speaking some overcoming words. We must begin to declare some of the promises that God has for us in his word. Amen? I'm going to get into the chapter, Romans chapter 8 here in a moment. And and as you look at Romans chapter 8, as you look at that chapter, towards the end of the chapter, there's a long list of negative things that could happen, possible negative things that could come your way. Romans 8 and 31, King James Version says it like this, talking about the list of negative things. What shall we say to these things? You you got all these possibilities of what could go wrong. What are you going to say to these things? You're going to talk negative? You're going to talk doubt and fear and despair? Or or what what does the, the writer here tell us we should be doing? What are we going to declare? What are we going to say? How are we going to talk? Here, here's what the writer says, and we sung about it just, in, I think, in the last song. If God be for us, who can be against us? Amen? If God's on my side... If I've got God with me, if God is for me, who can be against me? It doesn't matter what's happening around you. It doesn't matter what's happened with the Ontario government. It doesn't matter how negative things may seem for the next few weeks or next few months. It doesn't matter what is happening on the horizon. We must learn to declare that we have a God who is for us. We must declare that there are some promises in the Word of God that says that God is good and He's going to keep us every single day of our lives. In fact, right now, I want you to declare something. I want you to declare with your mouth out loud that God is good. And if God is for me, it doesn't matter who's against me. Begin to declare it right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. There's lots of great promises that we can declare. We're not going to show all these on the screen, but I've got a few of them here for you. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Bible says that the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. It doesn't matter if the enemy's coming in. It doesn't matter if the enemy's attacking. It doesn't matter if the devil's on your heels. The Bible says that the Spirit of the Lord is going to raise up a standard against him. The Word of God also tells me that I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. It says that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Hallelujah. These are some things that we can declare. It tells me that I'm above and not belief beneath. I am the head and not the tail. I am blessed going in and I'm blessed coming out. I'm blessed in the city and I'm blessed in the field. These are some things that I can declare as promises in the Word of God. Amen? Paul here is teaching a great truth in Romans chapter 8. Verse 18 lets us know, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time... Wow. What are you going through right now? 
What are, what are the sufferings you're going through? What are the troubles you're going through? What are the trials? What are the things that you're going through? Paul here is saying, I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. It doesn't matter how bad it might be right now. It doesn't matter what you're going through right now. It doesn't matter what's coming down the the freeway right now. As bad as it might be, it's not worthy to be compared with what God is going to do in us. Hallelujah. I hope you get this this morning. Hallelujah. This is the Apostle Paul. He's speaking here. Remember, that's who's talking. He's the guy that's endured some betrayal of his brethren. He's the guy that has to endure some anger against him and the hatred of his enemies. But that has not moved Paul. He's been beaten, the Bible says, many times. He suffered greatly. He's been whipped, the Bible says, five times with a cat of nine tails, 39 stripes. He's been beaten with rods three times. He was stoned and his body was left outside of the city for dead. And here he's talking. He walks away from all that and says this in verse 35. He says, can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity? Think about that right now. Does it mean that God doesn't love you if there's trouble or calamity or are persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened with death? I have a question for Life Church right now. Here's the question Does it mean God doesn't love you if things are not going perfectly in your life? We, we've got this little idea that, that when we come to God, everything is going to be perfect. No troubles. No trials, no test. Everything is coming up roses. No, that's not true. The Word of God lets us know that in this life you will have tribulation. There's going to be trouble in your finances. There's going to be trouble in your health. There's going to be trouble in society. So the question is, in in verse 35, can anything ever separate us from the love of Christ? The answer comes in verse 37. No. That's the answer. No. Despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. What kind of victory is mine? It's overwhelming victory. It's not just a little victory, it's overwhelming victory. It's a victory that's so great that it cancels out all the negativity and all the despair that you might go through so that you will eventually begin to forget about all that that you were experiencing. I believe that what God's got coming for your life is so much greater than what you're facing right now. Too often we focus on what we're facing and the trouble we're facing and the trial we're going through and and we we can just focus on all that. But I want you to get past that right now and understand that God has allowed it and what you're going through is God's letting it happen. 
And you're going to look back on that at some point. And rather than have regret and rather than have anger for what you're going through right now, you're going to say no matter how bad it was, it was for the good. No matter what it was, it was for my good. It's brought me to where I am today. The glory that I'm experiencing right now. Hallelujah. Paul is saying here, it was good for all that affliction that came my way. You mean to say, Paul, you're saying that? Yes, he's saying that. All the stripes, all the beatings, all the being left for dead, all the shipwrecks, it brought him to the point where he's able to see God's hand of purpose and God's hand of power getting him to the place God had for him. Don't don't override what God is doing in your life right now. Don't don't say, God, I don't, you might not like it, but don't say, God, I want out of this right now. Say, God, I want your will to be done. Because if, 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 I, if I can just trust you and let your will be done, then the glory that's coming later is so much greater. I'll forget about all those troubles. Hallelujah. Notice how Paul continues in Romans chapter 8. Verse 38 says, and I am convinced that nothing, someone say nothing, nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Nothing, Paul. Nothing, no disease or sickness, no financial troubles, no relationship problems, no disappointments, no false accusations, no legal battles, no political leaders. No, he says nothing can separate us from God's love. You might say, well, I don't think Paul said all that. Well, let's, let's continue on here and see what he did say. He says, going on in verse 38, he says, Neither death, nor life, angels, nor demons, neither our fears for today, nor our worries about tomorrow. <laughs> I think if we'd be honest today, we would all admit that we've got a few fears for today. And some of us are a little anxious about tomorrow. He says we don't have to be afraid. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. It, 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 no matter the level of life you're at, no matter what the devil throws your way, no matter how difficult it might be, God can turn it around for your benefit. God has the ability to take what's come your way. Even if God was not the one that sent it, Perhaps it, was, perhaps it was the devil. God has the ability to still use it for his glory. Because he's God, he's sovereign, and he's always in control. Verse 39, no power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation. That's about covering it all right there. Nothing in all creation, doesn't matter the man, the woman, the beast, the demon, the, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the famine or the earthquake or the disaster. doesn't matter the microbes or the viruses or the bacteria that might come your way. The Bible says nothing, no power in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus 
our Lord. I don't know about you, but that verse, it, it should make faith arise in your heart right now. It, it should allow you to, to get a little bit of a, a backbone and a stiff backbone and say, you know what? I'm going to trust God because nothing, the Bible says, can come and it can take away or separate me from his love. Hallelujah. Right now, I want Life Church to begin to declare that since God is in control of it all, that everything is going to be all right no matter what I'm facing. Since God's in control of everything, I, I declare that right now over my life, over my family, over my house, over my finances, over Life Church, that since God is in charge, everything is going to turn out just fine. Hallelujah. Are you declaring that with me? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, one of the verses that maybe you have memorized, it's one of the great verses of the Word of God, Romans 8 and 28, and it says this, and we know that, and we know that, all, someone say all, we know that all things work together for good, to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. What's happening right now in your life? Think about it right now. The thing that you're facing, the thing that the trouble that's on your, your mind, the thing that's going on in your home, the thing that's going on in your body, the thing that's going on on the workplace, the thing that's going on in, even right here in Canada, in Ontario, in this environment. The Bible says... All things. Someone say all things. I don't always understand this verse. Amen? I don't have this verse always figured out. But the Bible says we know that all things work together for good. To those that love God, I believe there's some people right now that are watching online and you love God. You're called according to his purpose. I want to just tell you right now that all things work together for good. I will trust God as I watch his plan and his purpose unfold in my life. I, I trust God and his purpose and his plan that's unfolding in our world right now. I might not like it. I like life back to normal. We all do. But I must trust him. I must say, God, you're in charge of everything, and all things are working according to your plan. And so, God, I'm going to leave it with you because you're God. I'm not going to try to be God in this circumstance. I am going to trust in you. Hallelujah. If we try to figure it all out in our own mind, we'll be scratching our head trying to reason it all out. You know what? If you try to make sense of all the junk that you've been through, all the trials you've been through in this life, and some of you have been through some trials, it can cause fear and doubt to overtake you. All of us at one time or another have had to face some things, some pain, some suffering. And we've tried to make sense of it. And sometimes it's hard to make sense of some of the stuff that some people go through. Why did I have to go through that? Why did that end up quite like that? Why was I abused as a child? Why did my parents get a divorce? Why can't I have a baby? Why did that person walk out on me? Why did I lose that job? Why am I still single? Why, why, why? 
We sometimes wrestle trying to make sense of all the things that we've gone through. And we question and we wonder why. Trying to find purpose in it. I want to tell someone today, the child of God that's listening, if that's you, you've got a situation that that kind of came to the surface. That's where believing in God's word comes in. That's where walking by faith and not by sight comes in. Just because the answer hasn't happened yet. Just because God hasn't come through the way that you think he should come through yet. Just because things look like they will never ever turn out the way that you think yet. Doesn't mean that God's done. Amen? It doesn't mean that the answer is never going to come. Because if God says it, it's going to happen. If God says it, we, we just know the one thing for sure. Romans 8, 28, and we know that all things work together for good. And I have to trust that. He's going to work it all out somehow. What God has begun in your life, he's more than able to finish it. In fact, the word of God lets me know in Philippians, he who began a good work in you will carry it out to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. If God has started the work in your life, he will complete that work in your life. Hallelujah. He's promised us that he's the author and the finisher of our faith. God's not done writing your story. Have there been disappointments? Yes. Have there been frustrations? Yes. Will there be some more? Yes. It might look like there's no hope, but if God has said it in his word, God will bring his promises to pass. I want someone to rejoice in that right now. God's promises are true. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, you're at work in the middle of my situation. God, you're at work in the middle of my crisis, God. I I just pray, God, you would help me to learn how to speak correctly in the middle of it all. Hallelujah. Praise God. Who told you you'd never be healed of that disease? Who told you you would never accomplish that dream? Who told you that your future would be chaotic, full of trouble? Who told you that you'll never have the desires of your heart? Who told you that your future is going to be bleak? Who told you that you'll never find the purpose God has for your life? I just want to remind you today that people don't have the final say. God does. The devil doesn't even have the final say. God does. I'm going to invite the music to come back right now. I believe it's time for the child of God to begin to stir up your faith. Begin to speak some things and declare some things in the word of God. It's time for someone on this, during this service right now, to begin to declare God's word over your life to declare God's word in your family, to declare God's word in your situation. Someone say, I declare that I trust in Almighty God. Say that with me. I I declare that I have trust in Almighty God. Psalm 56 and 11 says it like this. In God I have put my trust. I will not be afraid what man can do to me. Where's your trust today? 
Are you trusting in you? Are you trusting in your doctor? Are you trusting in your employer? Are you trusting in Doug Ford to make the right decisions? Are you trusting, trusting, trusting in Grandma or Aunt Susie? You're going to decide today that my trust is in God. And if I put my trust in him, I don't have to fear. I don't have to be anxious in a basket case because my trust is in him. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says it like this. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. Don't try to figure it all out right now. You might be in a mess and you can't see how God's going to get glory and how it's all going to turn out. But the Word of God already told us, don't lean to this own understanding. But in all your ways acknowledge Him and He shall direct your paths. What are you declaring with your mouth right now? What's coming out of your mouth right now? Is it negativity? Is it doubts? Is it your fears? I'm challenging you, Life Church. Let's turn that around. And let's begin to declare the Word of God. The verse that I started with this morning in Psalm 91 and verse 2. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God, and I trust Him. I want you to lift your hands right now. I want you to declare some things right now. I'm not going to tell you everything to declare, but I want you to declare some things right now as we conclude this time together. I want you to declare this about the Lord. God, you're my refuge. God, you're my safety. God, you are my God, and I trust you. God, I trust your greatness. I declare your power. I declare your might in my life, God. I declare that the story that you're writing in my life, it's not over. And God, what you want to do in my life, God, I declare that it will happen in Jesus' name, God. I declare that, God, the things that I'm facing right now in this world, they're not to be compared to the glory that's coming down the road for me, God. I'm looking forward to that day. And, God, I declare that you're going to see me through. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I believe if we will do that, church, I believe that if we will declare some things right now in the Spirit, that God will show up in your life that God will show up in your living rooms, that God will show up where you're at right now, that in the situation that you're facing right now, if you begin to declare that your trust is in Him, it doesn't matter how negative it is, it doesn't matter how bad it is, if you say, God, I trust you anyway, you will see God bring the glory. There's a glory coming. There's an end coming. The devil's not in charge of your end. Some person's not in charge of your end. God's in charge of your end. And all things work together for good if our trust and our faith is in Him. Thank you for joining us today. We pray this message spoke into your life, your heart, or whatever situation you may be going through. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us at lifechurch.ca on Instagram and on Facebook, just search Life Church and you will find our navy blue logo with the letters LC in the middle. 
Now, before you go, we ask, if possible, from whatever platform you may be listening to us on, give us a rating or a review or even both and share this message with someone so that they can be impacted by the gospel of the love of Jesus Christ. We thank you for your support and love you all. Have a wonderful week and God bless.